<laughs> Shocking. There's no other word for it. I, oh, wow. Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo, a legend of the United hierarchy, doubted him when he said he couldn't attend pre-season because his daughter was ill in hospital. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, before we get oh, underway... You're, you're recording for that, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he was touching guy for his daughter, to be fair, in hospital, so... I wonder how old she is, 13? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look. It's, it's, I'll go, I'll make, don't worry, I'm going to save you, Matt, by making it worse. Uh, it is nice for Ronaldo to be concerned about the safety and well-being of a, a woman. Um, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hello and welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> I'm one of your host, Word. Joining me this week, like every week, is Sports Media's number one, number one, Joel Linton, Ed Dubs, Talisa, Top Gun Maverick, Crypto, Cristiano Ronaldo, Superfan. It's Mr. Mike Breslin. Hello, everyone. Not um, not a Ronaldo Superfan, just to clarify <laughs> on that one. Um, and speaking of fans, we've got Cafe Rouge's number one fan. <laughs> it's Mr. Ross Bird. Good evening. Uh, Remind you ever been to Cafe Rouge? Uh, me? Yeah, you. Oh, no, never. No, You've no, never no. even had a baguette poulet. I know we've been trying to get you a steak frites, but not even a baguette poulet. That's chicken baguette for those of you following along at home. <laughs> Coco Van? <laughs> he plays for Severe. Oh, my God, that is shocking. <laughs> it's not even Severe, is it? Is it Villarreal? It's Valencia. <laughs> is it? Oh, well, no, I'll, tr- I'll trust Dave on this. No, he could no, probably. Right, it was right. Villarreal last year. I don't know if he's yeah, transferred. Yeah, you're right. He moved from Valencia to Villarreal, didn't he? He's yeah, because he was with Unai Emery's Barmy Army over there. Confirming he's, he plays for the Yellow Submarine. If it was Grimsby Reserves, Dave would know it. Um, speaking oh, of, speaking of Dave, he's here. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> no? Okay, no enthusiasm allowed. Dave, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. Let's get your four minutes of pod speak out of the way early. Uh, where do you stand on Christmas puddings? Are you pro or anti? Uh, I'm not a fan. Mm, why not? I don't know. I don't really like the... I'm not a big fruitcake fan, to be honest. So, Christmas Just pudding... Ironic. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for someone to say that. Um, yeah, it doesn't really appeal to me, to be honest. And um, usually, so much anyway that I, I don't have any room for a Christmas pudding. Not so even not, twice. You don't have any. So, what's your sweet thing you have at Christmas then? What's your tip? Uh, trying to think. There's usually a trifle floating around. Oh, big time. Big time to sell. Usually a trifle. And then. I think there's. Look, I think there is a, a Christmas pudding, but I, I have none of it. I'm a fan of Christmas pudding, to be fair. Um, bit, bit of custard on there. Superb. Try for though as well. Think, it's got to be the number one. I, I feel like a crumble has been wielded out before, and that, that didn't feel very Christmassy. So Look, I'm, 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 thoroughly, <laughs> I'm, I'm thoroughly out on a, a Christmas pudding. I know you would be, well, to be fair. And when people are like, oh, I've lit it on fire, let's just cook it. <laughs> We're gonna put brandy butter on yeah, it. What's wrong with Lurp? Zach from uh, 
from the grass down for uh, uh, cheeky little lizard. Let me tell you. Uh, oh, I also had a, I also had a friend at university. <laughs> Hello, Matt, if you're listening. Uh, he was once his mum cooked chili on Christmas Eve once, and he got really upset because he was like, "It's just not very Christmassy, is it?" But he stand on that chili for Christmas, no? Some people go and go and have a curry, don't they, at Christmas? Fine. Yeah, um, fine on Christmas Eve, not on Christmas Day. Well, yeah. My sister doesn't like uh, Christmas lunch, so she has uh, chicken Kiev. So there you go. Oh, she's gonna be out. She gonna be able to get them this year? Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be touch and go. <laughs> It'd be like the opera, opera, like the reverse of Operation Christmas Child, Operation Christmas Kiev. <laughs> She's sending over like a, a shoebox full of presents and they're sending back Kievs. I guess the job done then, yeah. yeah they're going to come over and I'll tell you what, they're not going to... Sam and Ellen's going to have come with him. Good Lord. <laughs> right, Christmas pudding, you? Nah, I'm a mince pie, man. Mince oh, pies. Oh, me yeah. too. Who? Yeah, I don't mince, like mince pies. pies. I know it. I know it. What are you eating over there? I had a tra- did I ever tell you about a traumatic experience? I <laughs> so, uh, I- Will's having like a, a BLT for Christmas. Then. Was it traumatic because a- you hadn't discovered them before and you realised how much you missed out? Uh, no. Gonna- <laughs> Look, I promise you it's worth it. Uh, I had a... So I'd had a mince pie when I was a young lad, decided I didn't like it. So, so never so never had a mince pie again. Uh and then when I was like I was like not an adult, but not a not a youngster anymore. Not a young whippersnapper. Uh I went round to my aunt's house, who I hadn't great aunt. I hadn't seen her in like, I don't know, ten years. She's making a big fuss out of me and my mum over there. And she says, Oh, have a mince pie. She gives me this mince pie. I bite into it. And oh my God, I wanted to throw up. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten. It's disgusting. But uh, I was being polite, so I chomped down on the mince pie. And I just was like, right, get it done with. Like, let's get it out of here so I don't even have to look at it. Let's just do that. So I ate this mince pie really quickly. And she was like, oh, you must have liked that. Here's another. Shocker. Had to eat that one too. Disgusting. Never eaten them since. It sounds like you just couldn't say no, and that was the problem. I just don't get it. Like, what is that? I, I don't know how you don't like a mince pie. Yeah, they're really nice. Disgusting. That's what it is. I can eat them all year round, to be fair. Same. Big fan. Same. Had two yeah. today, what actually. You had two today? Yeah. Do you have them with yeah. anything? Not usually, but you can have them with, with stuff. What can you have them with? Warm up with a bit of cream or something. Yeah, I was going to say, a bit of cream. It's weird. I'd argue it's weird that you don't like them. I would argue that also. But I'm not surprised to come in from you. Oh, we're all different, aren't we, Dave? Fucking hell. <laughs> not Mate, maybe food you, in the crust. Maybe you put some <laughs> black pudding in it, you'll like it. I tell you, what, black pudding better than Christmas pudding. There you are. That's, no, <laughs> that's no, the that's news flash for the day. No. And you like black pudding? That was the biggest news of the weekend. That was a like, real shocker on Friday night. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, black pudding top tier. If you want to send us black pudding, who's like a famous black pudding brand? Can we get I that? Know, sponsor? Are there Probably any? All the supermarkets. I'm, I'm going to search black pudding with Safe Search on. <laughs> There was no need for you to say that. Oh, the Berry Black Pudding Company. They haven't got a football club anymore, so maybe they're looking for something to sponsor. 
If you'd like to sponsor us, you can sponsor us by emailing us at inaroundpod at gmail.com. There you are. Anyway, speaking of inappropriate media outlets, what a segue that is. Ronaldo did an interview. <laughs> Oh, he boy. says he says desperately trying to get this on back on the track at that eight minutes in. <laughs> Having knocked it firmly off track himself moments ago. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah I li- occasionally I listen when I'm not here and I listen to like Mike doing like a really like sort of like keep things waffle when it gets in there, but he keeps it mainly on track and then I think to myself, God, I reckon I could have made that tighter and then I come back and I just make everything <laughs> With my own asides. Anyway, uh, Ronaldo did an interview. Jay, you were a chatty patty before the podcast about this. Why don't you tell everyone what you think of it? I just think it's nonsense. Like, his ego's so big that he thinks he's the same player he was like 10 years ago. And he's obviously just not. I mean, I couldn't believe what I was, what I was hearing. It was on the... Basically, I was listening to Radio 1 and they were talking... I presume it was on 5 Live... Nida Manua had said that Ronaldo's bought us out at the most respectful time he could have because Man United haven't got any games currently. I was just thinking, mate, there's no respectful about this. It doesn't matter when he's bought it out. He's sat down with Piers Morgan at a 90-minute interview. Can't get 90 minutes on the pitch. So he's had to sit down instead. Shocking. Uh, I'd, I don't know. If I was United, I'd genuinely be looking to try and terminate his contract if I could. I'd be finding no... him a lot and then terminating it, terminating his contract. Once got yeah, some... there's there's no coming back from this, surely. Like, and what a way to tarnish his legacy, really, at United. He's club legend, and yes, people won't forget how brilliant he was, especially in that first spell, but this is going to be like a... <laughs> A sour note for sure, and I'm 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 sure people won't forget about it. Just an idiot, just an absolute idiot. I don't disagree that this is a better time to do this than if they're in the midst of a load of games, but that doesn't mean there is a good time. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, good apart stuff. from the fact we just scored a 93rd minute winner with one of our most exciting young players True. scoring yeah. the goal. True. He sucks, man. He I... couldn't wait. He couldn't wait a day to allow the team to enjoy that the same evening it all comes out with it. and he's not interviewed by anyone who's going to ask him any proper questions he gets his mate Piers Morgan to interview him just suck him off for 90 minutes have a word with yourself he fucking sucks the only the thing I can hope take him after this, is, is that he's going to be released or whatever that's the only thing I can hope think that he was hoping for from this because this is but it. He obviously wants, yeah. He obviously wants to put pressure on the clubs, so they're forced to get rid of him. I think there's an element of protecting his own brand as well. He's kind of saying he's sort of going to all those gullible people who sort of flock to his social media feed, which is what we always see for Ronaldo. And he go, he's going, well, no, it's not that I'm any less of a player. It's that there's Machiavellian forces at this football club that want me out. There's a conspiracy. The Manchester United's giving you COVID. He's trying to appeal to those people. You know what I mean? Like it, the guy sucks. But also, why is he digging out people that he played with? Like, he slammed Rooney for... Like, Rooney's criticised him a couple of times, I think. And he... Well, obviously, they didn't have the best of relationship when they were actually playing together, really. But he's come out saying that 
Rooney's jealous because Rooney's career's already finished and he's still playing at the top level. It's like, mate, shut the fuck up. Like, Rooney's a legend own right. Why are you going after him for? This is you and Man United. You shouldn't be... And well, take criticism. Gary Neville's criticised him and he, he's been blanking him even though they played together for however long and Neville captained him when he was a young kid. Well, I have some fucking respect, man. Seriously. Like, you're... He's obviously a very outspoken guy. If you're going to say things like this, but Gary Neville, whose job it is to analyse things, criticises him, and now he's basically been like a kid, but then he's happy to sit down a couple of weeks later or a week later, whenever this was actually filmed, and do like a expose sort of interview to how bad it is at Man United. It absolutely stinks. But he went like personally at Rooney, didn't he? And like Yeah. But what again, what's the need? Like the point of this interview is that he's angry at Man United. Why is he digging out people he used to play with? And I don't think for one second that Rooney is jealous of Ronaldo's current situation or whatever, anything like that. But but also Rooney had like a brilliant career and was brilliant at Man United in his own right. Why is he I don't understand why he's Making even more open enemies, like it, it's really weird. Are we? Are we and, sure? And, really weird. Are we sure? Are we sure Ronaldo's not jealous of Rooney because Rooney can go on holiday to Florida? <laughs> Could be the case. Well, could be the case. I wouldn't be too jealous of that. In in well, the Vegas, at least yeah, Vegas. <laughs> I'd be quite jealous of. But uh, I I do think he makes some decent points in what's come out so far. We haven't obviously seen the whole thing yet, but about uh, the training ground hasn't changed since he was previously there. That seems like a good point. The stadium's fallen apart at United, also a good point. Um, United need a sporting director or a football director or whatever it is. Clearly, that's a good point. But the rest, I mean, some of the, the attack on Ten Hag, the attack on, it's like thinly veiled towards the Glazers, this Rooney stuff, it all it's all just bizarre. But, but that may be well and good about the ground and stuff, but that's nothing to do with also, his situation at the club, is it? No, well, he's just, I, I assume in his head, when he left, it was best It was best in class. Ferguson, obviously, still in charge. And now he's back and it's a shit show. But he knew yeah. that when he rejoined. And yeah, but that's the thing. Even that's the, the only reason he's actually ground. there is because the club isn't as good as it was. And neither are you, Cristiano. But, Newsflash. But even with the training ground, he would have gone to whenever he was negotiating, coming back and seeing it was the same. He didn't care about it, seemingly care about it enough to not bloody sign. His Luke and he must have played contract. at Old Trafford since then and seen the ground since too. He's just yeah. worried. He's just worried that Messi will score more goals than him in the Champions League. I, just to, 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 I mean, there's never, I think we're all in agreed, there's no great, this. whenever you do this interview, it's going to cause shit. Um, but that I mean, those point, those points he was those points he was making about the ground, I think there is a right time to make those points. If you want to do this, if that kind of interview outside of the season, and you want to put pressure onto the owners that way, that's actually a useful thing for a football player yeah. of those stature to do. But it's the fact that that is a small part of what is a larger interview, which essentially to me reads like a guy who was once the be- one of the best in the world failing to understand the limits of his own body now like it's to you've got to understand you have to have a level of drive and ambition to be the kind of player that Ronaldo was and it has to be 
it has to take a real mental struggle when you realise that you are no longer not even in the top five best players of all time, the top five best players in the world. You're not even in the top 25. It's got to be like a real struggle for him. And I think that's what we're seeing here is him trying to, to cope with that. So it's almost like a return of what we all hated about Ronaldo at the start, which was, yeah, there were the flashes of brilliance at the start, but you also saw like the real petulant nature of him that turned you off him which was kind of papered over by his brilliance over the years. And now the brilliance is gone. We're all seeing him for what he is, which is a deeply unpleasant man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He stinks. Let me tell you. God almighty. And the the biggest news flash from the entire interview on Talk TV was getting a suggested clip, which featured Jeremy Kyle on Talk TV beefing about refugees. Like, I mean, it's a logical step for Jeremy Kyle, but surely he can get a a job like all the other refugee haters on primetime BBC. What the hell is talk TV? I don't know, but it's what Piers Morgan was on. We'll just slip past my little uh, dig at the BBC and we'll cut it out. <laughs> we have one match of the day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, not getting past I think, think the black pudding uh, <laughs> might have ruled that one out the window. Hey, look. You gotta, you gotta be safe on the internet, kids. Anyway, but Micah Richards would have found that funny, I think. Oh, I just, I just like a beer with him. Me too. Yeah, I wouldn't like a beer with Ronaldo. Never know what he might. Uh, <laughs> he might I'd rather chuck my you. beer in his face, to be honest. <laughs> That's some content that would go viral. I reckon you throw it in his face, and he'd melt love the wicked witch of the west. <laughs> that. Is a reference that would have killed in the mid 30s. Good lord. Um, <laughs> speaking of the mid 30s, it's about to be the mid 30s when England play the World Cup. Great stuff. Anyway, right. Uh, World Cup predictions. Let's go through the groups, predict who's going to win, and then we'll predict who wins the whole thing and we'll predict who scores the most goals and all that kind of stuff. Group number one Qatar. Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Group of death, Mike? Uh, I'll let you know at the end <laughs> of the groups, but I would say probably not. No, no I don't think so either. <laughs> Who have you got winning this? Well, the Dutch are the clear favourites. <clears throat> yeah. Group, I think, uh, I think it'll probably be them and Senegal who qualify. Ecuador, obviously being the other one in with a shout. You never know what can happen to the home team, Qatar. Sometimes weird things happen at World Cups, but I think well, they're, like, they're clearly you, the fourth best team in the group. We saw um, we saw the home playing field do wonders for Russia alongside the use of anabolic steroids. So we never know what Qatar <laughs> could do. No, that's a good point. Uh, Dave? Yeah. Sorry, Mark, you were going to say something. Uh, carry on. Go to what, Dave. Was it about the use of steroids? No, I... Oh, move on. Okay, good. Excellent. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Really, I think I think really Holland would be hoping to to comfortably come out of this group uh, as top. I think Ecuador obviously a step above Qatar, but I think Senegal obviously have do have some really good players. Uh, obviously, like Mane being the the biggest example. What is uh, what's his fitness looking like? Touch and go touch and go for the first game or for... but, well yeah touch and go for who the are they game. playing first 
Uh, if, if it's you, Qatar, I'm not worried. It's the Netherlands first. That's tough. Yeah, well, actually, actually, you're you're less bothered about play if you're going to lose to the Netherlands in the first game. You think you might lose anyway. Surely you want him back for the gimmies. True. That's, yeah, that's you it, Marne. Make sure he's fit. Yeah, and just make I'd sure be you tested. beat beat the other two. Yeah, yeah. There you are. There you are, Senegal. Um, how do we? I mean, I think Senegal. We're not predicting them to be dark horses for the whole thing. How do we feel about the Dutch, though? Uh, it's a Dave. weird, it's a weird, weird team. Like, I, I think it's because when we obviously were growing up, Holland had like great teams, and obviously this team there is some good players. I think the strikers are, are probably a little bit lacking, to be fair. Um, and the keepers, there's not really a a particular top goalkeeper in this bunch. So I think I think they're a good team uh, compared to that group. But I think in the wider tournament, I, I think they're you know not at the level of well, they're not the level that we associate Holland once being at, which is basically when we were growing up and stuff. I think they're fine, but I think if they come up against the top team. Their weaknesses are definitely going to be exploited. I think. But they've got, they've got, they've got. They're in a bit of a weird spot actually, because although I think you would say that you look at Van Dijk and Van Dijk's in the prime of his career, and some of the other centre backs are, they've got some decent centre halves. Um, the rest of the team is still in that, still in that middle kind of situation where they're all like twenty five under. I mean, they've got some really exciting young talents, haven't they? They've got, um, obviously, they've got. Uh, Depay who's still kicking around who will probably play up front for them but they've also got Cody Gapko who I think Dave and this is a stat for you he's got um, the most goal contributions in Europe and I know it is in the Dutch league and Kesman had that once but still it's impressive stuff yeah yeah that is correct Will thank you but he is no he seems a good player like from what I've seen of him and, and heard of him he's definitely he's getting be... scattered by everyone he yeah, yeah he's definitely well, he nearly went to United didn't he yeah the summer. Yeah, we bought hmm. spin but the game I, instead. I did want to make you aware that the free Please other, do. if you if you class Depay as a striker, which if we're happy, I do, I do. Fine. Other than Depay, the three strikers are Luke De Jong, Vincent Janssen, the ex Spurs player, he's now at Antwerp, and Volt Veghorst. I'm just letting you know Vekhorst. right now. There is a there is a long lineage of very mediocre strikers doing well at international tournaments. That's true. Need I point you to Eder in twenty sixteen scoring the winner? Okay, I'm sure you're going K in there. Which one are we picking out of that group then? Who's gonna bang in a few? Oh, oh I think Depay. No, Cody Gapko scoring enough goals to get a move to Manchester United where he promptly flops. What's that, like two goals? Two goals, yeah. Well, I do want to make you aware as well that David Clarkson has made it to the World I'm, Cup. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware. I mean, here's the thing about David Clarkson, you've got to understand this. Um, at this stage, I'm, he's just he's just entered that kind of late career that Xavi entered, where he doesn't have it every game, but when he has it, by God, he has it. You're right. That was what? my first comp with, I think, of uh, Clarkson too. Direct um, comparison. It's it's, interesting because if England win their group, they'll play the runners-up of this group in the round of 16. I was going to say that, yeah. Big time a group for us to watch. So if Netherlands win their group, they'll play second in our group. That's right, isn't it? 
Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, I've, I've just been trying to work out the bracket. Um, well, I, I, I run it through on uh, Bet365. You can like predict it all. So I'm just looking at predict. Gamble response. Over 18s only, please. Gamble. Free, free to play. Free to play. Hold on. Only if you're over 18. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. Gamble response. There's no gambling, actually. Hopefully you're all 18 after Will's black pudding gag earlier. Hey, look. If, if you don't talk about it, you don't get it. You know what they say is about sports. <laughs> Sorry, Dave's been trying to say something about football for about five minutes there. Um, I've I've had a look at these Dutch keepers and it's a lot worse than I thought it was. Um, there's a 39 the year old. There's a 39 year old. He's a backup Ajax keeper. He got his first call up this year. What's it, is he not starting for Ajax now? He's played two games for them and is Sillison not playing for them, Dave? Oh no, he is. Sorry, this guy has been playing for Ajax. Where's Tim? Yeah, because Onana was there, and yeah, then like, they had Stecklenburg. Sillison hasn't been called up. I don't know why. The other keeper is uncapped. He's 28, and he's only played for 40 league games in his whole well, career. Look, look, look. And then they've got Justin BG. Who's the one thing, the one thing I wanted to talk about about the Dutch is the Dutch Louis van Gaal's back in with them. Um, great to see him back after his uh, his diagnosis. Um, he's a great character, even if his football's not the most entertaining at all times. But one of the things his football is doing is it's a good set for an international tournament because he'll kill the game of possession. And you would say that the Dutch have kind of got the right team for that, yeah. um, particularly with those midfield options too. Can you imagine how boring him versus Carlos Quiros as Qatar manager is going to be? <laughs> What a fucking snooze. I did not realise Carlos Queiroz was a Qatar manager, to be fair. I feel like we have spoken about this on the Do, do, you, reckon, do you reckon when he turned up at uh, uh, um, Carrington, Ronaldo thought he was going to see Carlos Queiroz? And that's why he's really upset about He's like, where's this guy? Anyway. Sorry, um, he's actually the Iran head coach. So oh, we'll, I did, we'll yeah. get to play him. Speaking of Iran. But if Iran finished second in our group and Qatar win it, I mean, win their group. Could be a, that could be a big matchup. Yeah. Speaking of Iran in a positive way, um, obviously, Iran intelligence. Um, they're in a group with England, Wales, and the United States. Unpredicted fireworks. Who are you predicted to win the group? It's a tough one. Is it? Look, Look, I don't like England, but I'm predicted to win this group. Yeah. We're making pigs here a bit. But we probably will win the group. Yeah, I think I think we should we should win this group. Um, should win all three of these games. If this is won't. if this is anything less than nine points, Southgate should be sacked immediately. Even if we've got six Don't points and are through to the next round, he should be sacked mid thing. Put Steve Holland in charge. He's been waiting for his moment. How <laughs> about that? Um, I'm not. I'm not really asked about talking about England because obviously, if you want to hear our thoughts on England, um, we think they're shit. Anyway, what do you think of the other three here? Who's your other favourite for going through? Do you like the Welsh's chance against would, versus the States? I I think the other three is like really open game. I think all of them have a couple of okay players, but the overall standard of the rest of the team's not not brilliant. I think like, USA comes second. I've got it as a bit of a coin flip between the US and Wales. Yeah, I, think I think in theory, I think it should be the US. Iran's team's really not that bad, though. 
hit me with some big names. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, you know Asmeen, he's a good player. And Who's he? I know who. Say that again. Asmeen. Where's he play? He's a striker. For who? For... Uh, <laughs> Leverkusen. <laughs> oh, I only know him because I've packed him on feet. No, and there's Maddy Tarami, the other striker. Oh, Tarami, yeah, I do know him. Porto. I do know him. Godos plays for Brentford in the Prem. Jack and well, he does, no, a... does he? He does. He's contracted, Mike. <laughs> John Batch is at Fairnoid. I mean, it's not a bad Oh, you can bash. Come on, Dave. Right. <laughs> yeah, but who do Wales have? Who Absolutely. do Wales have other than Ramsey and Flippin' Bale? They have Gareth Bale. Other than yeah. Bale. Yeah, yeah but other than They've also got Fulham's Dan Ramsey. James, which was a huge revelation for me at the weekend. And then they've got... Me too. Me too. I did not know he was there. Let's celebrate against United. Ben either. Davis. Oh. If you're talking, Wales if you're, stink, mate. If you're talking about talent, having Gareth Bale alone puts you above that Iran squad. I mean, Gareth yeah, Bale's he's not fit, is he? Doesn't matter. He's proven at international tournaments. No, so no, and I get it. His own. Like, I'm not putting him any less than third. Um, in they theory. Got the key up as well. Yeah. What do we think about the US, Mike? Obviously, you got your US links. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they really think Pulisic is their best player, which I think they really do, they're, they're going to struggle. Yeah. They suck it as well. Awful. <laughs> I mean, they, they at least have some more players playing in Europe than they have previously. It's still not a good team. They've got more players. They've got more players playing at high levels than Wales. It, oh, I don't know. That, no, I think they're it's probably, probably pretty close. I mean, probably, they've got, the likes they have, of like Weston McKenney and, mm-hmm. and there's a yeah. few others around. That are at least decent. Yeah, but that's the difference between the, Dortmund, that's the difference yeah. between this tournament and the last tournament. Is you look at you look at the players they've got here, and you think to yourself, well, there's quite a bit of top flight experience at higher levels than they perhaps had last time. I mean, no disrespect to the MLS in 2014 in particular, but it was dog. Like, um, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. I mean, though, but yeah. I I wouldn't expect too much out of them. They might be better than Wales. It's a it should be a bit of a cakewalk for England this group. It really should. But yeah. we know what so, England are like. No so we've all got England finishing top. Ross second. Uh I think the US. Mike. Uh, I w- I will go Wales just because I want that's what I want to happen. Dave. Despite my US links. I I do think Wales to be fair. Right, I'm gonna go for Iran just in case anyone's listening in. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, what a group this is. Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Poland, and Mexico. Who's winning this? Argentina, move on. Who comes second, though? That's kind of interesting. I think Poland. Mm. Poland have got talent. The betting yeah. odds have Mexico second, but Poland have Lewandowski. If, if, if Carlos Vela's their best player, it's not going to be them. Mexico's got a chower in goal, though. He's always a tank. Uh, it does always turn up at the World Cup, to be fair. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, the thing is, problem for Mexico is um, you'd have thought, if you looked at it on paper, and you've got Vela, Lozano and Jimenez, that's a, a good front, front line a few years ago, but... Jimenez doesn't look like the same player. I can't confess to seeing a lot of Vela. Lozano looks like he's on good form, but 
I was reading the other day, they're not taking many attackers. Vela Vela didn't make it, by the way. Did he not? Who didn't? Carlos Vela. Carlos Vela's not in the Mexico squad. Nope. Oh. Santi Munez in there? (laughs) That's how deep they go. Is Javier Hernandez still kicking about? Yeah. Javier Hernandez, by the way. He's not in it either. That's possibly the weirdest accent of any footballer I've ever come across. Lads, I'm putting Mexico through because their away shirt is... Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Um, Just up front for Mexico, they have a guy called Funes Mori. Yeah. Um, Rogelio Funes Mori, who, believe it or not... Not previously at Everton. No, but Chelsea youth player. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. Everyone in everyone's. Tell me, he's not related to the other Funes Mori. No, he's not. No, 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 he's not. Common surname over there. It's like Smith. But the other Funes Mori was not Mexican. Was the Argentine? Yeah, was the Argentinian. Well, it's just a by over there. I meant uh, Latin American (laughs) clip. (laughs) Good save. Good save. Um, Right, so Mexico, Poland for a toss-up, really. Um, But I just think Poland are going to do it. Well, they've got they've got people like Milik and they've got Lewandowski, obviously Matty Cash. So they've they've Polish, isn't he? He's yeah, they've, they've got some players in there, haven't they? Like I, I think I think they're probably going to progress through. Um, back to Argentina, lads. Um, are they favourites? Do you think? I uh, I think they are personally. Well, when I got them in the sweepstake, uh, uh, I like to think so. Yeah. I reckon them, Brazil and France are the... So, I, do, I do honestly think, even aside from that, Argentina were looking strong coming into this. Yeah, I was going to say, when I saw... Got a massive beating run, aren't they? When I saw Argentina play earlier this year with um, in the finalissima, they were they were really quite impressive. And they just... They played um, uh, Italy off the park. I mean, the, the Italians were stinky at that point, but uh, it doesn't really matter. They, they just look like they've figured out how to get the best out of Messi and now they've actually and now as opposed to like the previous World Cups you look at their goalkeeper Emi Martinez you look at the centre-backs with Romero and you've got Rodrigo de Paul you've actually got a team as opposed to just being Messi Higuain and a gaggle of others so uh, I think they might be my pick if I was pushed yeah, they are mine Alexis McAllister is going to shine as well boys yeah. it's, are you like, um, like he is a good player Obviously, England aside, uh, if you were looking, if you're looking for like a, a team to sort of that you want to win, I think for me, Argentina and having Messi win the big one, I suppose, would be it's quite a compelling storyline. Um, yeah. It'll be his a thousandth career game too in the final. Yeah, yeah. If they get there, that'd be so cool. If it, yeah. uh, you, you're right, it's all kind of lined up, isn't it? <laughs> If you're not picking like a really rogue team, like yeah, like Ecuador to come out of nowhere and win it, then you probably of the big boys you probably want yeah yeah Messi and Argentina to win it. I'd say yeah yeah. Does he retire afterwards? That's the question. I'd do. They said he's going to go to Inter Miami, aren't they? (laughs) Right. You get Messi coached by Phil. I know it's hilarious. Like (laughs) fucking hell. Like. Imagine like Phil Neville just turning around and saying something to Messi and Messi's just like, fuck off, Philip. <laughs> Absolute dog. Anyway. That is obscene. And while we're on the David Beckham front, can we just have a, a side to say that his 
connections with the Qatar World Cup are just abhorrent. And now he's doing this series with, is it Disney or who is it? Disney, yeah. Back to his roots in, oh, fuck off, David, you twat. Well, like he needed the fucking money from this. I know, so. it's a bit late for that, you prat. I'd like to give back to football. Well, how's about you start calling out Qatar then, you fool? Yeah. yeah. You suck, David. Wholeheartedly agree with you, Mike. Sorry. But no, no, no. Anyway, this advert keeps coming on all the podcasts and it is doing my nothing. Yeah, mine too, mine yeah. too. All yeah. day. Yeah, I mean, speaking of humans' rights, um, abuse. But if you want to sponsor us, please. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> we will sell out to Cafe Rouge in a matter of seconds. <laughs> but speaking of humans' rights abuses, which are not connected to Cafe Rouge in any way, how do you rate the Saudis' chances of getting out of this group? Zero. Okay. Zero. Excellent. Good stuff. Who do they have, Dave? Uh, Joel Linton. Uh, uh, they've got Sean Longstaff too, Miguel Almiron, <laughs> um, Big Dan Byrne, Kieran Trippier, Nick Poe. Big Dan Byrne in the South. Uh, I reckon they've got a chance. Yeah, they, no, they've, got, they've got a good side. They've got a good side. Of course, it's all watered by the blood of their enemies, but there we are. Um, moving on. Group D. Uh, D for... Doozy. <laughs> Look at that. Um, we've got the French, um, who miraculously have made it to the tournament, despite all the turmoil there. It wouldn't be France without it. Um, Australia, Denmark and Tunisia. So, two-horse race this, isn't it? Which of Australia and Tunisia do you think finishes third and drops into the uh, Intertoto Cup? I was wondering <laughs> this, if they were going to make like a, a FIFA conference plate or something. <laughs> For the third place finishers and, the, and anyone who lo- loses in God. the round of 16. Where are they scheduling that? Mordor? <laughs> nah, you just fly over to um, Saudi and play it over there. They've got enough money to, to do it. Yeah, two horse race at the top. France and Denmark obviously going through out of this group. I, I mean, you could probably not bother playing this these games. which I'm sure that comment's going to come back to bite me. But... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so the Danes, obviously, the feel-good story of Euro, the Euros, got to the midway, got to the semi-final stage, looked good. Um, everyone's a little bit older. Not much else has changed, really. Uh, dark horses again, or do you think it's just a case of without the emotion that they had in the last one? Do you think that's a okay, probably going to we'll realise their kind of limited potential a bit sooner? Yeah, maybe. I think they'll get out this group reasonably easily but yeah I can't see them making too many inroads I actually think they're quite decent I think they could do alright here yeah I do I do like them depending on their sister group where do they go where do they go when they get out tough group Spain and Germany okay that side of the jaw is rough Oh, but if Argentina win their group and Denmark comes second, they have to play Argentina in the first round. Oof. Oh, so it doesn't... What? Yeah, That's what it says on, on this I'm looking at. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong group, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think right. they're going to struggle against Argentina. Anyway. Tune in for when Denmark totally ruined Messi's dream in Argentina and they go through. If they Tunis- win their group, though, they're Tunisia against in. Poland, so that, that would be a more interesting sort of game. Yeah, so there's a big um, big incentive to finish top there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the French, obviously, third favourite 
the joint third favourites probably. Um, obviously got the incredible attacking talent. It didn't really click in the Euros. Um, yeah. They were they brought Benzema in, and it sort of. Um, although him and Mbappe apparently like playing together, it didn't quite work as well as Giroud did. And obviously, um, Mbappe's had a bit of infighting with the French, <laughs> uh, with the French as he so often does. Um, he's sort of upset about image rights with the national team because Mbappe hasn't got enough money, uh, and also uh, they're missing Kante and Pogba, who, like it or not, were two massive parts of them winning 2018 World Cup. Kempe's gone too now. Well, that's a benefit for them. Um, where do we? How do we feel about the French? I mean, certainly I feel less confident in them than I have in the past. I mean, it's France at World Cup, so they're bound to fall out of each other, and it's going to turmoil. Yeah, it wouldn't be France, would it, if things weren't you know, a little pear-shaped? Yeah, it should be fun from the outside. I think they'll they'll probably do pretty well if they can avoid Argentina in that first round. That is. That would be a good start. Now, give me Argentina France again, please. Give me Argentina France again. That was the best game of 2018. Pavard's goal, anyone? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, no, but they've got embarrassment of riches, the French, so um, they'll probably do okay. Who do we think is going to play the um, the Evra role and uh, start the mutiny this time? Are we do, are we completely sure it was Mbappe, or do we think like Adil Rami is going to appear like hiding on the plane or something? Well, Rabiot's on the plane, so there's a good chance it'll be. Oh, there. excellent! Very right. <laughs> it's it's nailed on to be Jordan Veratu, the old Villa player. He played for Villa. He did. He, he did. did. Yeah. yeah he did. In that relegation season. I swear he's been at Marseille for like his whole career. No, mate. See, Roma too. Like, this is really yeah. going to hurt you, but he only signed for Marseille in the summer. <laughs> so he's not... a How can that be? Fiorentina and Roma, and then he's just gone to Marseille. Hilarious think... that he was in a Villa relegation team. So was Garner Gay, to be fair. Do, do, I mean, just he's go... far better player than that. Going away back from it, Giroud strikes me as a thoroughly likeable chap. Do you think he just sits there and looks around the well, except for the cheating on his wife thing? Um, but I think he, do you reckon? <laughs> sorry, not to bring that up again, but he did apologise to the Arsenal fans, which is still one of the funniest, uh, one great, of the funniest things I've ever content. seen. He's like, I'd like to apologise to the Arsenal fans <laughs> for cheating on my wife. I'm like, what? Yeah, um, <laughs> do you think? But like, he's just in that live. In that dressing room, and you're just sort of like, well, actually, taking Golo Kante, and you're in that dressing room, and you look around, and on one side, you've got Mbappe, whose ego's the size of France, and then you've got, on the other side, you've got Rabio, who's probably fighting with his mother. It's got a tough dressing room, that is. Well, you've got Wet and Doozy in there as well now. Well, good player, too. Well, honestly, my bit. <laughs> Guy's such a hothead. Oh, anyone can cook, remember that. I mean, which you're rooted there, I back them to go far. So that's exactly what I was expecting you to say, to be fair, Ross. Yeah. Group yes. E! Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. My group of death? Uh, from... I don't no. think so. No. I mean, it's got, it's got, it's very top heavy. It's got the two, it's probably got the two toughest top two teams I would say where it's like more of a coin flip as who wins the group but other than that the other two 
are, are going home or they're, or they're going to the conference play. Yeah, look, I wouldn't, I just, you know, so I just wouldn't put it past the Japanese. Yeah, I actually you know, think Japan could be all ev- right. Every tournament, somebody, I mean, I'm, 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 before I start this tirade, I'm predicting Germany and Spain to go through. But, you know, every tournament, a big boy slips up. And then someone comes along like the plucky Japanese. Yeah, this time it's going to be England. Remember Hungary? <laughs> I do remember Hungary. They well, do have some not. good players, though, Japan. Remember when it was an empire? I do. Not just Japan. Japan was an empire, too. Mm-hmm. Tough scene. Um, anyway, Spain or Germany? Germany, I reckon. Why? Werner's injured. Might be better for them up top. He's good for them. Yeah. Like Danny Welbeck for England. Um, <laughs> I still like Germany more, I think. No, Tony Cruz. Is he not in the squad? Retired. After after the Euros, Declan Rice has his last ever shirt. Yeah, you're not going to believe it. Mario Gertz is back in the fray. I did see that, yeah. He's been playing well there. From what I've, uh... Frankfurt, yeah. Yeah. If Spain got these, both of them have a ridiculous, ridiculous squad to pick from. I like the Germans. Yeah, yeah. Not just because I pulled them in the sweepstakes, but I do like them. Yeah, I got Spain in the sweepstakes, so I'm going to be backing my boys. I, I, I think I trust. I just trust Hansi Flick. Yeah, hundred percent. Me too. They've, yeah, they've great some, coach. They've got some. They've got some really good players. I mean, they've got obviously the Wazza, but they've got Kimmich and things like that. And I just, I just think they will have more about the, the Spanish. Because correct me if I'm wrong. Who's starting up front for the Spanish, Mike? It's not, is it? Uh, it's not good. I don't think. Is it Gerard Moreno <laughs> or is it Alvaro Morata? It's Morata. It, it completely changes the outlook if it's Moreno. If it's Morata, no. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Uh, th- this group plays either Belgium or Croatia, assuming that those two t- um, finish first and second in their group. So, quite a tough side of the draw. It's a, it really is a shame that Werner's injured, because otherwise, when Spain and Germany played each other, we could have had the... Battle of the failed uh, Chelsea strike. Yeah, well, the, the Chelsea or something, I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, Havertz is at Germany. So. Nah, he's, he's, well, he's, he's a good player. Well, you're not going to believe that. But um, Moreno hasn't actually made the squad. Who who else is up front? The strike, the is it Adam Reese? No, the only striker option apart from Morata is the younger Williams, Nico Williams from Bilbao, and he plays I on the. Thought he was Welsh. Do you no, mean Nico Ross? No, he's got a brother called Nico. Williams. Yeah, Nicky Williams is in the Ghana. Ghana, so, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Nico Williams, the younger Williams brother at Bilbao. But he plays on the wing more. So you mean to tell me that Spain have come into a World Cup they're realistically with their strikers. only strike is Morata? Yes. Literally. Okay, they're finishing bottom. Let's move. Nah, they, they just might do the the four six zero or something. Yeah. Or play uh, Pablo. So they can Sarabia be really dull again. Asensio or Sarabia at four nine. That would work. I could see that. To be honest. Ferran Torres as, in the squad. Ferran. Yeah. Yeah. He's played through the middle. Who cares? Honestly, I want Enrique arrested for crimes to football if this is what happens. Like, honestly, is that the question? What do you think about him not taking Sergio Ramos? 
it's fine with me. I don't know um, how much he's been played or how well. Is it the corpse of Sergio Ramos at this point, right? I'd put I'd put him in for the the dressing room. Are we sure he's a positive in the dressing room? No, probably not. To be fair, he seems better. Yeah. All right. In that Where'd case, where'd you stand on De Gea not being one of the top three Spanish keepers? Completely. Yeah, bracket. David Raya and Robert Sanchez rated absolute waffle, mate. It's this is I not. Don't care what... if you know how you want to play. He's comfortably one of the top three Spanish keepers. I, I, I agree. With you. Yeah, he is. I was going to say he's, still he's dog with his feet, so he's never going to play for him. Well, so neither are the other two. Yeah, is Sanchez be... good with his feet? He's better than De Gea, but what's the point of taking I've never him? seen anything out of Sanchez to suggest that he's good at much, to be honest. <laughs> and who's I... the other guy? David Raya. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, he's been conceding goals left and right. Oh, yeah, I'm not asked. I just, oh, I can uh, pick I... the ball to someone in red I'm and white. Asked. I'm, I'm not asked. I'm not asked. I just Rico. don't like... I just, I'm quite happy De Gea's not going. I think it's quite funny. Oh, it's pathetic. <laughs> Yeah. Like all this system up. management. Just get your best players in there, for God's sake. <laughs> Thanks, Grab. <laughs> um, right, we've got Croatia, Morocco, Canada, and Belgium in Group F. Um, like, I love the idea that people still think an over-the-hill Belgium are a major threat. Like, they were Mr. Held, Henry Hodgson has, they has were money held, on Belgium winning it. It's fucking ludicrous. Well, like, yeah, couldn't win it in their golden generation when they're all of the like peak age. They're they? three it's best math. players. They're three best players of the golden generation. Lukaku, Kevin De Bruyne, and Hazard. Hazard is crocked. Lukaku runs around like he's playing with like rock climbing boots on, and De Bruyne is still incredible. But like they've not been the same team since Nasser Chadley went. And I just don't think they're going to be able wonder, to They're again. still managed by Roberto Martinez. But Thierry Henry is the assistant, Mike, so at least someone in is the Is he still? Yeah. He is. Oh, that guy, he's not a coach. No. Agreed. Uh, uh, he's biggest fan, and I agree with that. No, he's a striker coach, and he's specifically working with Lukaku. Like, we don't need to coach Lukaku. What we need to do is get him some therapy. That's what we need to do, because... <laughs> He's a thoroughly distasteful human. No way. I'm out on Belgium. I want them all gone. Like I want Croatia are also pretty old. Can we go back? Can we go back to when? Very old. No, Croatia are going to be awful. Either one of these get out of the group and get knocked out. I did not realise. I still think Belgium are winning this group. This Belgium team, my word, Martins at 35, Vertonghen's 35, Adorard's 33. Witzel's 33. Hold oh, on. They're going to have to play. How, how is Old and Witzel only 33? As time just froze for them. What the, is happening? They, they Pandemic, Mike. You lost two years. In, they did burst onto the scene, to be fair. Witzel's not burst anywhere. Mate, he was playing slow, first team football for Standard Liège at like 16, Well, Yeah, That's great. He wasn't bursted anywhere. Wow. But where is he now? He's had a career, hasn't he? He's done nothing. Don't, I don't even know where he is. You're not going to believe this. Axel Witzel is, in fact, at Atletico Madrid, and he started every single game of the season. What? Well, that explains why they're no. in, the, in the toilet, then, in the league. Simeone sucks. Yeah, I think his time might be up, but that's time for another pod. That no one will do, because we don't talk about Spanish football. Croatia win at top in this group. I mean, no, I got Bel- Belgium first, Croatia second. They've still got 
They've still got some good players like Trossard. They've got some. They've still got the best player in the group. Tielemans, Carrasco, the power of Tequesa whatever his name is. Modric. Then Donkers there. Yeah, it's all fine. I mean, it's a bit of a toss up. Eventually, isn't it? Modric is going to stop being good. Yeah. No, I don't no, believe it. I mean, he looks like Gail Platt, and she put in a 30 plus year performance on Coronation Street that was Academy Award winning, so. Um, <laughs> Canada, looking forward to seeing Jonathan, Johnny David on the big stage. Johnny David does goals, as everyone knows. Uh, Morocco uh, couldn't be less interested. A right hand side of Hakimi and uh, Ziyech is probably going to be good, but also, who cares about Hakim Ziyech? There you are. Anyway. Group G, yeah. Mike. Group of death, maybe? Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. My dark horses are in this group. Are they? Are they? Oh, Ooh. who do you think? Yeah. The Swiss, baby. Yeah, Switzerland, mate. <laughs> Granite Jack is Switzerland. Yes. Going I've been pushing the Swiss train for weeks. I mean, they were good at the Euros, to be fair. Good team. Good put team. France out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think France... Yeah, put uh, this could be the... <laughs> this could actually be the group of death. Mitrovic on the floor well, I think it goes between this one and the next one. So just just having a look through that squad, obviously, um, Sommer, you've got uh, oh. still good. You've got Fabian Shah and Akanji. So it's a decent is Sommer fit, pair. by the way? Yeah, he is. Okay, He's that's going. good. He's going. Exactly. I thought they were going to have to play a backup. Well, they've got... It's rough. Koble is the... Uh, the, the... Dortmund starter, isn't he? He's also Swiss. Oh, great. So he's good at picking the ball out his net. <laughs> I mean, Sommer's also in the Bundesliga, Mike. So. They're, trying to, they're trying to get someone to lift a trophy, not bottle one, Ross. Fuck it now. Um, they've also got uh, Shakiri Xhaka, obviously. I mean, I can't believe Shakiri's still Xhaka. going. Um, and then up front, Briel, Briel and Bolo still around. I mean, I feel like I feel like I've been saying Briel and Bolo's around at every tournament for about but how 25 How old is he now? I don't know. 25. Wow. 25. The is in the squad, yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's got to be old. 30. 30? Who, yeah. Who's this? Seferovic. Yeah. He... I think he's been to the last, like, six World Cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But Fast act also in the squad. They have also got, and you're not going to believe this. They're not dark horses. R- Ricardo, <laughs> R- Ricardo Rodriguez is still going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's... He's played a few ultimate team games for Birdie FC. Okay. He also um, has played a few bad ultimate team games for Birdie FC. Well, I mean, as of all the as of all the fullbacks, to be fair, as of all the players. <laughs> any any mention on Serbia? Who actually have some really good players? Oh, any mention on Serbia? Man, you have some good players. Go Wait, on, then. Go on, then, you fucking wobbler. How about you mention them for once on this podcast? I'm Fine. sick of you. I think <laughs> I think Serbia actually have a pretty decent team. Go on, man. Your dark horses well, they're, they're, against they're strikers. Look, so bit... far you so far you literally oh. just said I'll just go go back for a second and then you can go, you were like, Serbia have a good team. We asked you to expand on it and you went, Well, oh, they've just got a good team. So go on. Keep going. Fine. They've got Mitrovic, Jovic and Vlahovic as their three strikers, which well, they is can pretty all solid. Once. No, I'm not saying they're playing at the same time. There's pretty good options. And there's Tadic, Filip Kostic, who's at Juve now. Tadic sucks this season, by the way. Milinkovic, Savic. Still probably turn up in the World Cup. Good How player. old do you think Milinkovic, Savic is, by the way? He's 27. Goalkeeper or he is 27. Milinkovic, no, the midfielder. Yeah. 27. Both in the squad. 
by the way. So that's a commentator. Thanks, Mark. That's been fun with that. I didn't know there was another one. Nemanja Kudetch. Neither did I until I read the squad. <laughs> Related or no? Uh, I'll get back to you. Thanks. We've got the severe keeper as well. I think they are brothers, yeah, the Milinkovic, how it is. Sure. <laughs> Common name. Fuck Smith over there. I mean, it might be. We don't know. They are. They are related. He's his younger brother. No, really? Oh, shut up. <laughs> got a lot of itches in this squad. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, well. Anyway, I think Serbia's team is decent, but it's going to be... It's going to be a competitive group. No, it does sound it's decent to be fair. It should be a good group to watch. No, generally, that should be a good group to watch. Can't believe you've all um, looked over uh, Cameroon. Cameroon, yeah. Right, well, name me some Cameroon players. This Vincent Abubakar. What a player he is. He's so, good on oh, FM no, about no. six years ago, but no. Oh, yeah, no they're no. not even making the plate shield. The Saint Nick at yeah, the Yeah, they're coming last. Yeah, but, yeah so another guy who's playing. Super promoting like any chance? Super promoting Olivia. Brian and Brian and Boimo, like, I mean, come on, these guys. I pray that Super Moting doesn't score like three or four in the group, and then United just just buy him. Oh, it's coming! It's coming! I, I can't. He, he, hey, look, he's probably better than Ronaldo at this point. He certainly is. Definitely. Um, Brazil obviously winning this group. Uh, yeah. We've, we've already discussed them as one of the favourites. What do you like most about Brazil? Neymar. Yeah. Their, their forward <laughs> options are a joke. They're an absolute yeah. embarrassment of riches up there. Um, yeah, Neymar, Vinicius, Richarlison, the boy. Paqueta. Jesus, Martinelli. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Martinelli. Absolutely ridiculous. We've got some good midfielders too. Gumaris, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and there's Casimir, Vinicius, Casimir. Rodrigo. Yeah, Rodrigo. Forgot about him. Their their problem is uh, is wing backs. They're still, I think, playing Re- Alexandra, which is just disgraceful. Alex Tellez as well, Mike. Well, Tellez. Uh, yeah. Was Thiago yeah. Silva in? Yeah, Thiago Silva's in. And he uh, still I feel plays. a bit better about that defence. Yeah, should be in. Yeah, and I think Danny the thing Alves with Thiago is in there. No. Flipping way. Is he playing wing back? Surely not. How old is he? He's thirty nine. I didn't know he was still kicking around. That's how tough the wing back situation is there. The, well, the good thing for Brazil and Argentina, since for years neither of them had a good goalkeeper, and now both of them have good goalkeepers. Well, yeah, Allison and Addison is a pretty nice. Who actually plays? Allison plays. Allison plays. Well, his his thing. I think you're probably looking at if assuming they play four at the back, Marquinhos will probably play right back. And you'll play, you can play whatever you want. Um, you could either go Tellez on the left, in the middle. Sandro on the left. In the middle, you can go Militao. Oh, Militao, of course. You can even yeah, go yeah. Bremner, who's playing for Bremner, Bremner for you and was really yeah. good last year. I mean, does it really matter, though? Because, I mean, if you really wanted to shore it up defensively, you can play Casemiro and Fabinho with Lucas Paqueta as a three, and that's pretty rude. They of all the teams, about score teams, though, surely. Well, of all the teams we talk about, I think they're actually the most balanced on paper across in terms of what they could be putting out. And I don't know what they are going to put out, but that's probably the best they in terms of what they could put out. And that's why I feel particularly confident about them. And also, like a competition like this, you need a, you need an absolute star talent to sort of carry you. And Neymar is that so. Just wanted to let you know, uh, Richarlison's at 17 goals in 38 caps at 25. 
Cool. I just wanted to let you know that if Neymar wins Brazil this World Cup, I will start saying he's better than Ronaldinho. That's fine. I think Neymar's a technically brilliant player. Is he not? I'm not sure. That's, is, that, is that a I hot take? Quite, I don't even know. Yeah, no, I think no, that's, uh, that's, that's scolding for me. Get him out of here. Okay. Because I already think he might be better. Anyway, let's move oh, on. Oh, uh, close. How many years was Ronaldinho actually good for? It's not close. Not many. It was close, Mike. But there we are. Um, the last group, South Korea, Uruguay, Ghana and Portugal. We saved the best till last. Um, would Portugal be one of the favourites if they didn't have Ronaldo? Yeah. If they didn't have Ronaldo, Genuine question um, because you look at their you look at their forward options and you know they're going to play Ronaldo, but they could have some they could have a really interesting kind of like athletic forward line like kind of led by Liao in a way, but you just know that that's not going to be the case, um, which is a real shame. Yeah, I mean they've got a lot of other good players. Ronaldo, they've got, Bernardo, they've got talent yeah. everywhere. They've got a good chance Cancelo. of winning it if they can keep it together. Yeah. If I mean, Ronaldo can not be a nonce, they've got a chance. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They've got Felix, Liao, and Ronaldo and Andre Silva is just a forward line. Then you go into the midfield and they've got Neves, Fernandes, all these things. I mean, natural width is a bit of a problem for them in terms of those, like, those wingers and stuff in terms of the ones you would really like but I mean at the back I mean you've got Cancelo and Nuno Mendes so I think they'll be fine and Pepe baby and of course Diego Dallo who um, sorry, Diego about. Dallo who we all know is um, the world's best fullback from a few weeks ago so there we are the world's most overrated fullback that's for sure agreed um, Ruben Diaz yeah. yeah who at some point Ruben Diaz's career at City is a little weird, by the way. Yeah, he, he can't get you know in the I mean? team anymore. You know what I mean, like, at one point he was like, he was the thing, and now... England's Man- fine, it's keeping him out of the team. Come on, John Stones. Well, Manuel Akanji's also keeping him out. And look, I know he's had a good start to the season, but I don't, as I've expanded a lot, I don't trust anyone who came from Dortmund. Um, Ghana, Uruguay, South That does explain why Pulisic is awful. Yeah, fucking hell, honestly. Like... <laughs> <sighs> Pulisic stinks, mate. Honestly, Bamiang too. From you could you could put Pulisic in the shoes of John Wilkes Booth, and he'd have missed. <laughs> <laughs> like he just he stinks, mate. He's oh god. Anyway, um, Ghana, you've got that career. Who finishes uh, second? Uh, well, Ghana at last because Jordan I was in that team. Agreed. Move on. Uruguay second. <laughs> I've got Uruguay first. Portugal second. No. Yeah, I think Luis, <laughs> Suarez and Nunes together as a two, and I can see it working very well. The ghost of Luis Suarez. <laughs> but he'll still bang them in. Like, Cavani and Suarez, both better players I than think Nunes. You're and it didn't work with the two of them. What? Well, they've got Benton Core and Valverde of Real Madrid as a middle two. Wait, I mean, one, that's one good, one good player then. So there we are. Benton Core's a good player. He stinks, mate. He does not stink. Who in, who in that pivot is uh, starting the attacks? Who? Uh, Lucas Torreira behind them. Uh, I'm telling you. Oh, no. This good is what's going to happen. They're Luis, not finishing above Portugal. Just Luis, Luis Suarez and Cavani, with their combined age of 70, and like a 260 caps are going to start up front. The and way, they're going to be dull as shit. And Martin Casares still in the squad. Get me out of here. Good players. It's stuck, mate. 
Don't you stop. <laughs> Mate, you... Godin walks into your actual defence in the league now, so calm down. He walks into yours. He's he's not yeah, walking anywhere. Yeah, but we're anywhere. in the championship. <laughs> yeah, he's not walking anywhere, mate. Not with his eyes. Uh, walking little... sticks. Yeah. yeah, fucking hell. Um, South Korea as well. Over for them without Son, right? Yeah. Is Son... He's in the squad, isn't he? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Guy's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Guy just sucks, doesn't he? We're expecting him to lift a title. Get a grip. I mean, we're not expecting to lift a title, no. Well, if you're not playing for the title, what are you playing for? Pride, fuck off. Um, right, who wants to tell me who they're picking to win the whole thing? Argentina. I've got Argentina. Dave and Ross are Argentina. Beating France in the final, that's what I've got. Well, don't, I don't need, they need all of that. Fucking <laughs> Mike? I don't know how the bracket works, so I can't give you that, but I'll go for Brazil. I'm going for Brazil too, Mike. Excellent. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, who have you got taking home the golden boot? Lionel Messi. There we go. Neymar. Ooh, I like that day. Yeah, this is fun. I, I kind of hope it's Messi and Argentina. That would be good. I'm going to take someone who hasn't gone yet. Richarlison's like eighth favourite. Wow. Oh, yeah. Richarlison starts in this Brazil team, usually. He's been playing, um, he's been playing up front through the middle most of their game for the last two years. Might pick Eric Kane. <laughs> Yeah, I really don't want to, so I'm not going to. I'm going to pick. But I mean, uh, if he has three high-scoring group games, you don't need to go. I mean, and he won't. Surely someone goes for a France player. I'm going for Australia. Where's the route? I mean, I'll I'll take Griezmann. Mike wants Griezmann. Well, he's not even anywhere on this list. (laughs) 100 to one. Fuck me. Golden balls, the top, so best player at the uh, World Cup. Oh, Messi. Yeah, I think I'll put Messi too. Vinicius. <laughs> I mean, I do respect that. Vinny. Messi. Dave. And then finally, the most important prediction of the evening. Who is your turkey of the World Cup? Who is the team that you're going to be saying, you know what? They could do some in it, and then they failed to do anything. Switzerland. Minus Switzerland. Yeah. I reckon. They yeah, that, that could be mine. Let me see if I can find a different one. I'm, I'm going to go with Serbia. You see, I picked Japan, but they've got Spain and Germany, so it's like... I'm going... I mean, Serbia have a realistic chance I'm of going in second. Senegal. They're going to knock out Southgate's England at the... Uh, the round, whatever it is, the round of 32, whatever. 16. 16. Um, I, I don't know how, yeah, it's hot. I guess it's hot enough. I'll go Denmark. I think they could do something. It's cold there, but no one. Ah, what an episode, what a World Cup. Um, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this World Cup is brought to you by Sports Watching. If you... <laughs> <laughs> have a bad regime that you want to clear all the enjoyment out of go to FIFA and they will pay for you um, right people 
we will be doing regular World Cup pods. May, we'll try and keep it to uh, as regular as possible, but they might be uh, shorter in scope, a la the Euros. Will there be history-related gags? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> Particularly looking forward to uh, Germany playing Spain. Excellent. Yeah, I can imagine. Just, yeah, honestly, I'm just hoping that Germany get Poland so I can get any couple of easy ones out of the way. Anyway, <laughs> um, Dave, if the people want to keep up with you to find out more about your your life, where can they do that? Uh, it's at Dave Harris underscore 44. Score 44 for those 44 women. Um, Mike, if the people want to keep up to you, where can they keep up to you with? Uh, at Mikey President on Twitter. At Mikey President underscore Twitter. Ross, if the people want to keep up with you and your quest for a baguette poulet, where can they do that? At Ross underscore Bird 14. That's Ross underscore Bird 44. Um, <laughs> and if you want to follow me, it's at Will Hunt 17 slash 44 uh, on Twitter. But please don't please instead follow us at it and around pod underscore 44. Um, if you've got any questions for us, send them in to. Uh, in and around pod at gmail.com, including sponsorship opportunities from the Berry Black Pudding Company. Um, I think I've I don't know what their um, slogan is, but if they want us to come up with one, we will do it. <laughs> Already thinking, what you got black, you never go back. I think that's a good one, but we'll, we'll workshop that. Uh, in the meantime, have a good World Cup. Um, try not to get downheartened by um, all the things going on. Hopefully, Messi wins. Hopefully Southgate gets sacked. And uh, see you there for it all. Sayonara. Well, I'm not finished. Oh, no, you can't still be going. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. He hasn't mentioned Kane, has he? Yeah, the monologue, Will. Give us a monologue. Yeah, here's, here's the monologue. Just, like, what, why are we doing this? Like, it's the middle of the winter, like... Like I just had a conversation about Christmas pudding and now I gotta go watch Harry Kane play in the sand. I don't wanna see it personally.